We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauley, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. For the last several studies, we've been looking at the great journeys of the Bible, and all of them are significant. All of them are special because they're found in the Word of God. So if the Lord emphasizes them, there's some great lesson in each of them for our life. But today we've come to one of the great journeys of the Bible that is a significant shift, not only for one individual, but I would say for all of God's work in this world. In fact, all of history, all of eternity, uh, has been affected because of this journey. This journey would change one man's eternal destiny, but it would change the direction of the New Testament church in the book of Acts. It would change so many things in my life and in your life. I'm referring to the journey in Acts chapter 9 where a man named Saul met Jesus. The Bible says in Acts 9 verse 1, And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. Now here's the phrase, and as he journeyed. As he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth, and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I'm Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? And the Lord said unto him, Arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And the men which journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing a voice, but seeing no man. Now here is Saul on a journey against God. Think of this. Think how quickly God can change a person's direction. He's on a journey against God and against the church of the living God. And by the time the journey's done, he's going to not only know the Lord Jesus Christ, he's going to start journeying for the gospel and for the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's an amazing thing. In our last time together, we talked about divine appointments. Well, this is a divine appointment because the Lord met Saul as he journeyed. Throughout Scripture, you find very frequently the Lord meeting people along the way. I think that's the Lord's way. It's not when you think. It's not how you think. Sometimes it's in an out-of-the-way place. It's when you least expect it that at that moment the Lord speaks to you. You see, we're all on a journey. And the question is, what's the next step for each of us? In fact, Paul's going to spend the rest of his life on missionary journeys. Uh, but for now, what he had to discover was just what's the next step? So I believe his question is the vital question. Did you hear the question in Acts 9 verse 6? Lord... What wilt thou have me to do? Not what do you want to do, not what does somebody else want me to do. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Eight words, that's all it is. But those eight words, sincerely asked, answered, and acted on, will change your life forever. It will change the direction of your life and the direction of many other people. It's more than a prayer. It's a way of life. It's the kind of question that has marked all people who've made a real difference for the Lord. It's what 
Samuel meant when he said, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. It's what Isaiah meant when he said, Hear my Lord, send me. It's what Saul began with and had to continue with all through his life and ministry. Saul who became Paul. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? You see, every journey is, is taken one step at a time. And I want to say to you that on your journey of life, the important thing today is simply discovering the next step. So let me give you some simple thoughts here uh, that may help you on your journey today. First of all, uh, the Lord is going to show you what you're supposed to do when you have your own encounter with Jesus Christ. You see, the answer came when he met Jesus in a real way. I love the order of the questions here. God says to him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? Uh, Saul responds, who art thou, Lord? Verse 6, what wilt thou have me to do? Do you see the order? Why, who, what? Now, the first question is why. Why are you living today? Why are you giving your energy and attention to what you're giving it to? And then, who? Who art thou, Lord? You must come to know the Lord Jesus Christ for yourself as your personal Savior. You must yield yourself to Him. It's not about knowing something. It's about knowing someone, knowing God. And then it leads you to, what wilt thou have me to do? So the answer to the question is only going to come as you meet the Lord, have a personal encounter with Him. Secondly, the Lord's only going to show you what you're supposed to do as you humble yourself. You'll notice that Saul, who a moment ago was full of threatenings and slaughter and full of himself, I might add, in verse 6, is now trembling and astonished. He falls down. He, he confesses that he does not have the answer. Have you gotten there yet? Have you come to the place where you've thrown your hands up in the air to God and said, Lord, I don't have the answer. I need you. You must humble yourself if you want to know what the Lord wants you to do. And then, if you want to know what the Lord wants you to do, the answer is only going to come as you wait and pray. Now, what is he told to do? Arise, go to the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. And what does he do during this waiting period, during this interlude? Uh, we read later in the same passage uh, that he was there praying. Uh, God says to Ananias, there's a man there that needs you to come in and see him, and he is there praying. Behold, he prayeth. He's waiting and praying. God works in the waiting. God works as we pray. Be still. Listen. Wait on God today. As you continue to pray, Lord, what will I have me to do? You don't ask that once. You ask it over and over and over again. God will show you the next step. Then the answer will come as you listen to the Word of God. That's why God sent a preacher. Ananias shows up with a word from the Lord. God wants to speak to you today. He'll speak to you by His Spirit. He'll speak to you through messengers. He'll speak to you through the Scriptures. But be open. Let God speak to you from His Word because it's the only way you're going to discover the next step on your journey. And then the answer comes, are you ready for this? As you simply take the next step. Did you notice that when Saul asked, Lord, what will thou have me to do? The Lord did not answer by saying, I want you to have three missionary journeys and start numbers numerous churches and win thousands to me and write most of the New Testament. He didn't tell him any of that. He simply says, get up, arise, and go into the city, and it shall be told thee what thou must do. In other words, do what you know, and you'll know what to do. Start right where you are, take the next step, and if you'll take that step, I'll show you the next step. See, that's the way God unfolds His will and our journey of life, one step at a time. And Jesus said in John 7, 17, If any man will do my will he shall know of the doctrine. So Saul, go sit in a house. And then get baptized. 
Then spend time with the disciples. Then go to the synagogue and start preaching. But it was one step at a time, one thing at a time. And so I bring you back to this thought today. What's the next step on your journey? What is the thing God wants you to do right where you are? Take that step today. Live your life with this prayer, with this theme, with this heart attitude. Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Lord acknowledges who he is. And what wilt thou have me to do acknowledges what he wants. That is, he wants you simply to do whatever he prompts you to do. Along your journey, the Lord's going to meet you today. He's going to show you some things. He's going to speak to you. And it's very important that you say yes to Him. That you take the next step. Don't get stuck. Don't stop somewhere along the path. To walk in the Spirit literally means to stay in step with the Holy Spirit. That means when He stops, you stop. And when He says go, you go. Ask the Lord today, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.